Welcome to Comic Talkers, where comics are always the top of our discussion. My name is William. And I'm Brandon. So, Willie, tell us what we're doing today. It seems like we're doing a special episode today. We are doing a special episode with a special guest, who happens to be the great Darren Soto. Darren, how's it going? I'm good. I'm good. It's not often I'm called great. So yes. <laughs> I've, well, seen, I've seen your artwork. He's great, man. He's, he's a legend. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. I so today, <laughs> today we're going to be doing something a little bit different, a little bit out of our norm. Uh, it's something that we're hoping that we could do quite a bit this year and help us go into uh, another branch of our channel. But for right now, we're just going to start doing them here. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about anime and manga. Uh, we decided since we do so many top 10 lists for our favorite comics and different subjects that we tackle, uh, we decided we do our top five comics. And from my understanding, we all picked kind of different subjects to base around our picks. Because my, my top five list is just my top five personal favorites of all time. Uh, Darren, apparently you said that you were going off of a different criteria. Yeah, I'm picking um, top five like manga that I'm reading right now or that I just go back to from time to time. That's good. That's good. How about you, Brandon? What was your basis of picks? So my basis of picks actually was around trying to find different genres. So instead of just doing all the ones I like from a certain genre, I kind of picked my, one of my favorites from each. Like you have a sports one, you have, you know, a hero one, you have different things like that where I try to base it around. So all of them kind of, so it kind of gives a gateway for people like me who hasn't been in manga so much, a gateway to look here, here's a gateway to this world or this world. So that's what I try to focus around. All right, awesome. All right, so I guess we can go ahead and get started. Um, as always, we're going to be starting with our guest at your number five pick. So, Darren, what was your number five pick? Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, so my number five, <clears throat> uh, I found this one because I saw the, coincidentally, I saw the anime first and uh, was super into it. So I was like, now I got to read it. What did they not put into this? So my number five pick is Gluttonier. Mm. Um. I have the book right here, number one. So Gleipnir is like a really is like a really cool like science fiction, um, supernatural modern manga, you know, where people are picking up these coins. She find out are actually like, you know, aliens, it's not really a big, big secret. You find out really early. Um, and if you return them to an alien, he gives you a wish and that wish becomes a power, essentially. So we follow the main character who's trying to figure out uh, what happened to him because it's like he has a power, but he doesn't remember ever doing that. And this girl who's looking for her sister to get revenge on. It's a good pick. I remember when I first heard of that one, I never sat down and watched it right away, uh, but I would always see like the AMVs that people would make and they always, every single one of them had a scene from that. And mm -hmm. you would just see like all the carnage that would go on. And it was so a very good. interesting sight. 
so good. It's like he, like his ability is that he becomes a uh, a giant mascot suit essentially, and she goes inside of him, and then they fight together. And if you didn't, if you wanted, just hearing that alone would be the most awkward description ever. <laughs> very, very. It's she. She unzips the back of the costume. There's nothing in there. It's very organic. Very. Uh, like you're just missing organs from an actual body and she just slides right in. Yeah. <laughs> I thought my number one was going to be weird how they explain it. <laughs> to tell you. And that was just his number five. Yeah, it was number five. Oh boy, I'm waiting to see the rest of your list, Darren. <laughs> it's a All great right, story. So... All right, let's uh, move on to Brandon. What was your number five pick? Okay, so I jumped to the world of sports. Now, I'm actually just not talking about any or particular sport. I'm actually talking about the world of boxing. Um, I actually went with Hajime no Ippo. That was my number five pick. Um, okay. Mind you, so for me, this is a newer one for me. I've never heard of it. I got into it not too long ago, and I've enjoyed the anime. The manga is still hard to get, but to give you guys a little history, um, it was first introduced to the world in a manga in October 1989. The anime was released in October 2000. The story follows around Ippo Makanuchi. Correct me if I said that wrong, but I believe it's Makanuchi, who dreams to be a professional boxer. Through many trials and hard work, he gains the ability to become the very thing he wants to be. I look at this story as how we look at Peter Parker. We can always relate to him. doesn't matter if we were a kid. Or an adult, you can look at Epo and go straight to it and go, I can relate to him because he's going for something he loves to do. So I looked at that story. It's not so much a world of boxing or it's not beating the crap out of each other. It's a story. And it really does follow a lot. And I've heard from so many people too saying they love it because they've learned so much about boxing itself through that show. It's not just your typical, oh, but they teach you things that you thought you would never know about boxing or anything. And I've seen that too, but mainly I follow the story because Ebo is just this down on his luck kid who gets bullied every day to now becoming a professional boxer. So is that the one, is that the one on Netflix where they do a lot of the CGI uh, stuff? Um, that's a, I think that's Baki. Yes. Well, Baki is like very similar to that here i can in, show it's in form of art style and they do a lot of like the fight scenes completely in cgi can you and, see that well right here the picture? oh no no that's a different one yeah yeah, yeah no Baki, they're very one. and it's actually probably one of the best or person drawn animes when it comes to sports this is such a great one because of the fight scenes are just fantastic they if you liked if you liked that, then I think you would like Megalobox, too. Megalobox is dope. I've, I've heard yeah. of that. It's on my list to watch, but I have not gone yeah. to that yet. So Yeah, I remember I remember seeing that. That one's an old one, too. Yeah. I actually, after you showed me the picture, I remember seeing it. It was it was actually a pretty intense fight scene. It reminded me a lot of... Um, not the Prince of Tennis, but there's another... Uh, there's another sports anime. It has to do with baseball, and it has kind of like the same art style. 
and it's about this high school team who's trying to become like the series champions or the league champions. It's it's very similar in the art style. Is it wide? That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. I'm terrible with names. That's a, no that's a bad I was, thing. <laughs> I was like picturing it in my head. I'm like, I think it's this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, my number five pick was so hard. And you guys will see too, when we talk about our honorable mentions, why it was so hard for me to put this as my number five over some of my honorable mentions, specifically around two. That almost made my list, but I felt like Hajimi just beat them out because I felt like it's a great story. Anybody can jump in. It, it's not, I feel like it's one of those animes too that you can jump in at any point. Now, granted, you're not going to get some of the story, but each episode is a different fight or different things like that. So you learn a lesson in each episode. It's not just your typical, oh, you can only watch it from number one. You can watch it at any point. What I've seen a bit so far, I've enjoyed it that way, where I could, I felt like, like, oh, I didn't even have to watch this. I could just go right to this. But even then, you still get the gist of the whole series, and you still understand the main story. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so number five, five for me, I was almost saying four. Number five for me is Hajime no Ippo. So Number four. Number four. Um, <laughs> so, Willie, what's jump to your number five? What's your number five? So, my number five, it's actually a pretty classic one it was one that i grew up watching and um it i think it really got its popularity starting on adult swim uh on the cartoon network channel late at night uh during the tsunami session and it gained enough popularity to where just recently they made a spin-off series of it which i can say isn't terrible but it's not my cup of tea just for like the content but um so my number five is Inuyasha Mm. and Inuyasha is about a girl from modern time uh accidentally falls into her family's well like that's shrined off and when she does somehow she magically gets teleported to the feudal era and uh finds out that she's surrounded by like like old technology and demons and all kinds of weird beings that can be found. And she teams up with this half demon who's like half dog demon in order to find uh, shards of this ancient jewel called the Shikon jewel, which is like the most powerful uh, thing in the universe. And it can defeat this powerful demon called Naraku and like bring peace to the world so it's a very classic one and a lot of people like who grew up with anime in the 90s would know this right away and like have a like special place in their hearts for it so you said now there's a spin-off series um so why are you saying maybe that's not as great as the original <laughs> run? I, yeah, I'm saying okay. that because I, I have to say I have not watched Inuyasha yet. It is on my queue on Funimation. Yeah. It just I haven't caught to that point yet with that one. Yeah, well, okay, so the spin-off series it's called Yashihime, and it's all about the children of the main characters that you encounter 
like the children and grandchildren, essentially. And the main reason why I don't like it is it, it's very infuriating. It's just how much they tried to push the girl power aspect of it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with strong women because you had one of the strongest female characters as like one of their, like the main part of their group. And I absolutely loved her. She was amazing. She had a great character. It was just, they pushed it so hard that it like, it just irritated me because there was no reason to put all that emphasis when you already had so many strong female characters. In the new spinoff series, there's not one, from what I've seen, I only watched a couple of episodes, but in the couple of episodes that I watched, there wasn't one male like protagonist in their group that was introduced. And it was just like, why? So Darren, you kind of smiled too when I asked that. So you want to kind of give your reason why it's not as good as the original run? Um, well, uh, from my point of view, um, I can't say if it is as good or if it's worse. I've only seen the first like three episodes of Yasuhime and um, you know for me I'm just like all right I, I am interested to keep watching um, but it's it's one of those things where it's just like throughout my day I just never went back to it because um, it's like you're following like Inuyasha's kid and Shishomaru's kids and it's like it's interesting to see like okay how are you going to go from here but from Speaking from somebody who hasn't gotten that far into it yet, I still have hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's a good pick, Will. So. Yeah, Inuyasha was great. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the number four pick. What was your number four pick, Darren? Number four, uh, again, this is another one that came out recently. It's getting, <clears throat> excuse me, it's actually getting an anime this year. Super excited about it. Uh, anime looks great. Visuals, everything's cool. Um, this is Shonen Jump's very own Spy Family. Ah, um, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> again, like right here, I have these books ready. Uh, Spy Family, it's it's really really cool. It's it's a comedic uh, kind of there's some supernatural elements to it, but like comedic supernatural uh, mystery spy, uh, spy drama. You know, uh, you follow Twilight, who is the best uh, spy ever to exist in mankind's history, which is weird because we shouldn't know their name if they're that good. But uh, <laughs> so his mission is he has to infiltrate um, a school to get to uh, to get to know like a dictator from opposite side of a, a, the warring country. So for him to do that comfortably, he has to make a family. So he they're like you have like two weeks or some ridiculous time frame to get a kid and a wife. So he goes to an orphanage. He picks a kid, um, and the kid is actually telepathic, so she can read people's minds. And like when he comes in, she, he's like, oh, wow, she's kind of scrawny. And then she tries to make herself look bulky because she just wants to be picked and leave this orphanage. Then it's like the woman he finds, you know, she just needs somebody to make it look like she has a husband. 
He just needs somebody to play the role of a wife. So they work together and she's actually one of the deadliest assassins in the world. But she doesn't know he's a spy. He doesn't know she's an assassin. The only one who knows is the daughter because she can read minds. So you follow their journey trying to accomplish this mission that the that only the mom really doesn't know is a mission because the little girl already knows. Nice. It's like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith situation where they're like, are you okay, honey? You know, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. It, it, you know, it's a, it's so, it's so fun. The little girl is very, is very like, is hilarious. Um, he's really cool. She's like extremely talented. Um, all the characters are great. The pacing's fun. The uh, uh, the action is there, and it's 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 one of Shonen Jump's better pe better pieces. You know, um, it's it's better than Japanese X Men. I I really really like this better than that. I love how you always talk about X Men when it comes to certain <laughs> mangas or anime. <laughs> because I know we're gonna bring that up probably later on in this episode again. I'm gonna ask you for your opinion on a certain one I chose. I guarantee it's coming up. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> no. I'm happy it brings joy to so many people. It's just not one of them. <laughs> so what was the name of it one more time, Mr. Darren? Can you show the book one more time for our fans? Yeah, yeah. Spy Family. Okay, hold it up there. One minute for you. All righty. Yeah, so that, thank you for that. I actually am now interested with that book. I think that's probably, that is, actually seems like an interesting yeah. book. I've never heard that's, of it. It was one of the things that I actually liked about that one because it's, as far as like how animes go nowadays, that one is like a very original idea. Like you right. haven't really heard of a lot of animes that do something like that. Now, nowadays, like a lot of animes will always tackle like the same thing. We got like, 500 isekais yeah and they almost are always the exact same where the main character is just randomly overpowered as heck i just so, saw a uh, an article where they were talking about isekai series and apparently there's an isekai about a truck driver who's driving his truck and he gets hit by a bigger truck and gets isekai'd into a magical world with his truck and his truck gains a personality and falls in love with him. And you follow their story. <laughs> yeah. I'm so strangely crazy. intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Darren's Liz is going to start becoming stranger. So we just need to prepare. <laughs> no, so that's a good pick, Darren. Good pick. Thank you. All right, Brandon, what was your number four pick? So I'm going to do something different. I'm going to give you guys some hints because this is a very popular anime. <laughs> um it does come from the sci-fi world mm. if i'm not mistaken this was an anime before it was a manga okay and it's a 90s one that face or it actually has a catchy theme song and the nickname of one of them is space cowboy it's um cowboy voltron it's Cowboys. Space Dandy. No. <laughs> I've tried to watch that one. That one's hard for me to watch. I don't know why. That one is that one is interesting. Um, Cowboy Bebop, though. Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop. Bebop is my number four. This, this is that my is an amazing pick. If pick I'm not mistaken, I believe that was an anime before it became a manga. Or the manga didn't come out, or it came out very shortly before the anime. There was, if I recall, there was an issue of it, but 
it wasn't, it didn't gain a lot of popularity at first. And then all of a sudden it exploded with popularity to where um, the writer decided to um, start on an anime series. And when he got the anime going, he decided to go back and redo it again as the manga. And so that's how it like exploded in both manga and anime. You know, just again, give a little history about it, you know, it's or kind of give you a little hint about not so much history story falls a rag team ragtag team of bounty hunters as they travel brought aboard the bebop while searching for fugitives on a wide variety of planets team consists of characters like spike jet black Faye, and edward along with their dog ian which i love the dog that dog makes me laugh every time he's on i i am sorry yeah don't judge me i'm getting he's mind you we don't talk about we don't talk about the live action show. That was crappy. We don't talk about it. They should have never made it in the first place. Sorry. <laughs> I will say that. I've watched, ever since I finished watching the series, I did jump to the series on Netflix just to see. And I swear, it is one of the worst shows I have ever sat there and watched. Like, I literally, I think I stopped halfway and just went, I'm just going to go to Cobra Kai and just watch that series. And, you know, it was just that bad. I would never go back and rewatch it. But disclaimer for the viewers, if you did like it, good for you. For us, no. Yeah. <laughs> if, if that's For us here, cultured folks. No. <laughs> if, wow. If the Cowboy Bebop live action would have been called anything else, it could have, it probably would have been good. We'll see. But I since guess. it's called Cowboy Bebop and it's supposed to represent what, you know, Cowboy Bebop is, I can't give it to it. It's, I don't like it. I didn't like it. See, I agree with you there because I also think, side note, going to the superhero world, when you look at the latest Fantastic Four movie, the crappy one that came out in 2015, and me and one of my friends talked about this, if they would have never called it Fantastic Four and just called it a generic superhero film or made their own, it would have been Mm -hmm. a 10 times better film. Yeah. You didn't have to follow any of that or Fantastic Four, just make it your own thing. It would have made it 10 times better. I think it would have been one of the best movies ever made with a superhero world. But because they named it Fantastic Four, it's the same argument you just made with Cowboy Bebop. It yeah, just, it had it expectations to meet. Yeah. You know, it, this show to me, I feel, again, this is a show that you could jump in at any point. Doesn't matter because their age episode seems like they're all there's a main story going behind the scenes, but it's really each episode kind of has its own bounty on somebody and it goes through their history and it goes through like Jet's history is probably one of my favorite episodes where we find out that he had a wife at one point and it's just or a girlfriend at one point. It's such an interesting story to see that and how he's reflecting on it. And then at the end of the episode, you see him how he's able to conquer that. And now he can move on. You know, it's it still has a lot of lessons to learn. It's not just a sci-fi story. It is also a Western story to me. I enjoy that. There's so many lessons you can learn from this as well. You see how the characters grow together. It, it just really is. I love Faze and Spike's relationship where they have a, like a love-hate relationship between each other. Especially when Spike gets damaged up pretty bad and she just flips his leg up and just busts it up even more just because she's pissed or when he tells her like you know you're off key and then all of a sudden you know that's when she breaks his leg again (laughs) (laughs) 
it's such a good story. It, it really is. For me, in going into the sci-fi world of anime, I think this is a great door opener for anybody who's trying to get in that world a little bit more. Like, I wouldn't tell you go to Gundam. I wouldn't tell you go do this. Watch Cowboy Bebop before you watch anything and then see if it's your thing or not. So Cowboy Bebop, I know it's a popular pick. I know, but it was one of my first ones. I watched a sci-fi and I've enjoyed it. So great. So yeah, number four is Cowboy Bebop for me. So Willie, what's your number four? So my number four, it's kind of... This is kind of my weirdest one in my list. And this is a very unique anime. And if you're like of young age, I wouldn't recommend watching it. But if you're older and you don't mind some of the graphic imagery, then I highly recommend it. Uh, my number four is Kill a Kill. Okay. So... It, the reason that I have this one on my list is because at first, when I first watched this, I couldn't get into it. And I like I, I didn't make it past episode two. So it took me like, I think a year or two to actually sit down and say, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch this. And then when I did, I was presented with not only funny jokes that I wasn't aware of, but some of the most spectacular animation that I had ever watched in an anime. It's just the way they do their animation, how all of it is constantly moving. There's always lines uh, jumping off the screen and they make it connect so incredibly. Like, have you ever seen some of those scenes where a like a bright light will flash and the character will just like disintegrate into the light and you just see like their outline uh like fading and it's all like with line design it's all like lined out and then it just disappears pretty much picture that image throughout like a good portion of the fight scenes and it's like they're always doing that, but they're not just going and fading away. It's keeping that throughout the entire fight and still staying connected very well. And to include like incredible like angling with their animation, like there's this one, there's multiple scenes where like the main character's weapon, which is half of a scissor blade, um, it expands out into a greater sword, but it doesn't just expand out you're at an angle where you can see the blade fully extend and like get a like a dynamic imagery of how long that blade really is i'm going into all this stuff i haven't even talked about what the show is about i'm I'm sorry i'm sorry i i go off on a tangent with this anime because it's very very underrated um so kill a kill is about this girl going to a specific high school so she can learn about her past and figure out clues because she was told from a doctor that she knew that uh, that was like where she needed to go to uncover the secrets. When she goes there, she realizes she discovers that this high school is some of well, like one of the most elite high schools in the world to where the high school pretty much rules the entire, uh, the entire country. And depending on what grade you are 
or not grade, but what level you are in the high school, how much prestige you have in the high school will determine what your status is in the city. And so the lower class students have just standard school uniforms. And as you progress in your status, you get these star uniforms. And the star uniforms are uh, sewn together with kind of these life fibers that will increase your physical abilities and your mental capacity and just make you like turn you from an average person into an upstanding, incredible athletic citizen. And so as like, as the show goes on, you start to learn more and like about like the story and this girl's back, like the memories that she'd lost in her, um, kind of like her backstory of where she came from, why she's here. And it's very engaging to see like the connections that are made. And I, yeah, I can't, I can't go, I can't go off enough on this though. It's a really, really amazing show. It wasn't my number one because I have a lot more that I hold dear to my heart, but this one is really an incredible show. And I highly recommend people who haven't seen it yet to watch it. <laughs> oh no! That's and I'll say I'll say I'll say the reason that I don't recommend it if you're of younger age is because there is a lot of kind of partial nudity scenes. Gratuitous. The whole, the whole point of this girl with her scissor <laughs> blade is she is able to cut the life fires. So. so yeah, it's it's very interesting and can be somewhat graphic, but not like in a too bad of a way. It was so graphic that your Wi-Fi cut out for a little bit. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, got, it got shaky. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a really cool pick. Um, I actually have two statues of Ryoko uh, from Kill a Kill. Uh, one with her extended uh scissor blade and the other one is just her like standard fit it's in my case like back there i have They're both like... of them see i They're have awesome. both of the blades yeah so i'm not that talent i just got bumped right. on certain characters <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so onward to number threes uh darren what was your number three pick all right, number three. Um, I found this one years ago. Uh, I say years like it's more than five, but I can't remember because my memory's horrible. But um, fell in love with it immediately. Uh, will it ever get an anime? Probably not. Um, this is a mature book, not not like overly mature, but it has the M. So, but it's called Mercy Lago. I have used this character in previous lists. Um, so I'm actually gonna read off the synopsis because I just, I, I will go into the book if I go any, if I don't do it. Uh, so you, we're following ex-mass murderer turned hit woman, uh, Kamori Koriko, who lives in a city overflowing with heinous crimes and violence. Excuse me. Even though she is now a hired assassin by the Japanese police force, she has a record of murdering 715 people in the past since her childhood. Uh, now she partners with 
Tozakura Hinako, a wild, lighthearted, innocent, yet bold girl who drives like an absolute maniac to destroy other mass murderers who are deemed unstoppable by normal means. And just because she's got a job uh, to do doesn't mean that she can't have a good time with the ladies. This series is incredible. If you like off the beaten path stuff, if you want to see like another crime drama, but like with more with like violence following a very strong uh, uh, female lead, art is amazing. Uh, Murcielago, she also has a Lamborghini Murcielago. Um, it's sick. It's like she's been she's been murdering for so long, and she's been in danger her whole life to the point where she can actually feel when she's gonna, when somebody's trying to take her life. And the way that she explains it is that sometimes it comes in different ways. Sometimes it's, it's a feeling, sometimes it's a taste, sometimes she hears something. It's like if somebody was trying to snipe her from like over 20 miles away, she would know and she would move out the way. It's like, she's this unstoppable machine. And it's like, her story is so cool that it's like, I wanna see what matches this. You created such a strong character and side characters that I'm like, I want to see what combats this. What is her world like? Oh, I remember you telling me about that one and it sounded very interesting. I just haven't like put in the time to go find it, but it is it does sound like something that I would enjoy reading. I'll it's, tell you this right now. I bought the book. I have not read it yet because I got addicted to, I think what you're going to, guys are going to find out is my number two. So <laughs> we're, we're all, I'll save that for later. But I, I've been, when you told us that for your villains team, if I'm not mistaken, that's who you put on your villains team. Yeah. I was so interested in learning more about her because I was like, she does sound pretty interesting. Let's go ahead and dive deep into that. And I bought the book and I've never read it yet, but it's, it's on my list to read. So so every every book that I'm showing and talking about on this on this podcast today, I have all of it. I have everything that is currently out for each book that I'm talking about today. <laughs> oh, man. I, I can only admit my first two are the only two I have all the books for. I have not gotten a lot. That's that's fair, man. I'm a fan. I am a fan. It is I I love stories that are off the beaten path. Like you know, a beat em up, it's it's cool. Like, you know, everything that's in the forefront, uh, it's cool, I like it, but like, I love stuff like this where it's just like, it's just different. Yeah, I would do that, but I just end up streaming them because I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been there, but like, I used to read <laughs> so many things online. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's move on to Brandon's number four. What do you got? Or my number three. My number three. Number three, buddy. Um, <laughs> number six, go. Yeah, okay. Number 7.5, you know. Got it. <laughs> no. Um, my number three is probably one of the most popular animes out there. Um, it is a very popular manga series. We have talked about this series, if I'm not mistaken, many times, and Darren has said it. In a certain way, that this is what it is. Um, my number three is My Hero Academia. Um, Darren, you want to tell people what your view of My Hero Academia is? It's literal. It's X Men in Japan. Like that's what it is. It's, it's you know, and it's 
There's nothing wrong with that. I love X-Men. The designs for this series is really cool. But you you know how, you know when when somebody talks up something so much and then when you <laughs> finally get to it, you're just like, I don't see the appeal. And then they're like, oh, you gotta wait till you're like 20 or 30 episodes in or 15 or 20 chapters in. I'm like, well, I, I don't care right now. I'm gonna not watch this now. <laughs> Yeah, that's a sentiment that I kind of disagree with. I feel like if you can't get into like the first two or three episodes, then it's probably not the anime for you. Well, see, that's what I was going to say, because when I originally watched it, and I told Willie this many times when I've tried to watch it, it was just not something I could get into. Mind you, I will tell you right now, Deku was not my favorite character, and he still (laughs) is not my favorite character. To me, I don't, I feel like he, no, he's not, he, He's a definition of what a hero should be. It should, you know, I'm not saying that, but he's so whiny, if that makes sense. I I could not get behind him. So I stopped. And if it wasn't for Willie telling me, you still need to try and watch it, at least watch a few more episodes, I probably would have given up on this series. When I finally got into a few more episodes, I enjoyed it and I couldn't stop watching it. It was such a great show um, for people who, you know, I agree with Darren in some ways. I look at it as it's an X-Men thing, but I will give props to My Hero Academia, and I know there'll be fans that disagree. I feel when you look at My Hero Academia, even some of the not well-known heroes or not the well-known students, they give good arcs for. Every character that's introduced in that show has a great arc, somehow, some way. Even if they're a background character, they have a good arc sometime in the show. Um, one of my favorite arcs is the Shai Hazakai arc, which is where we're introduced to the top three, what they're called. You have Mirio, if I'm not mistaken, you had Sun Eater, and you had somebody else. I can't remember her name. But um, but you see this whole story, and you get introduced to the little girl, the little cute girl by the name of Eerie. And her story is so sad. But you see how all these heroes, after they couldn't save her the first time, how so motivated they were to go get her. This was such a great story. And one of my heroes that I love, and he's not even in the top 10, is Fat Gum. All he has to do is eat, and he just gets all this fat, and he just absorbs all the punches and everything like nothing. Fat absorption is his quirk. Trust me, I would love to have that power. I'm fat, so, you know, I can say that. <laughs> but... But I like Red Riot. I love Sun Eater. I love Fat Gum. I grew to like Deku later on, but he still is just not up there for me to go, yeah, I like him, like him. He's not that great of a character to me. Um, but in the movie. I, I'm unoriginal. I just like All Might. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I, if I had to choose another hero other than Fat Gum, it'd probably be either Night Eye or I like um, Eraserhead or Eraser. Because I, I like his power where he just wipes everybody's quirk. And it's just like, see, why can't we have something like that? Why can't he just be a little bit more powerful when we got a little bit now? <laughs> I um, think Deku. But again, Deku for me, it's still somebody you can relate to. Because all you all he's wanted to do is be somebody like All Might. He looks up to this hero like, I want to be that. And when he's faced with a, a roadblock where he can't have a quirk, he still tries to do everything he can to still go to the top hero school, to still do all this, to prove that even a human can do this. And if it wasn't for All Might giving him his power, 
it is sorry for a book that came out. I couldn't tell you about what six years ago now, six well, like 2014. I'm sorry. You, you, you find out all my gives him his power. Period. End of story. You know that from the first issue or the first book. That's what happened. It, it is such a great story. I also love the fact that it does teach us a lot of le lessons, including never forget from where you came. And also some actions have consequences. It, it's such a great story because each hero, hero has a problem or has an issue that, or something they can't conquer. And they find a way to conquer it later on in the show. I always like that feeling too, that you might have roadblocks, but you find a way to push through it, not just try to find a shortcut through it all. It is such a great story. I do feel like this is one more targeted towards maybe early teenagers, maybe some kids. There is language in it. You know, I know a lot of people don't like that, you know, but. Are you calling me old? <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm just a kid at heart, so I can sit there and watch it, you know. <laughs> um, I'm a kid, I, I'm the youngest one here. I'll, thank you. <laughs> um, I'll tell you this right now. I gave you my favorite heroes, but my favorite villain is Stain because of, the, because of his reasoning. Now, I'll let you guys read into it or watch it to kind of get your own view of him. But he is such an interesting villain. I love his quirk. I know me and Willie have talked about his quirk many times on the show. Oh, yeah. It is such an interesting quirk he has. Darren, do you know what his quirk is? I don't even know who this is. Stain. Oh, so, Willie, you want to explain it a little bit more? You know. Yeah. More so, Stain is a villain where, like, his only joy, his like, main joy in life is just being a villain. He, like, he just feels like it's a necessity and he feels like that is his calling to be a villain. Okay. And, like, what he does like what his quirk is is that whenever he licks the blood of his enemies it'll paralyze them and depending on the type of blood you have it'll shorten or lengthen the amount of time that you remain paralyzed so all he has to do is get the smallest little cut on you and get the blood from his sword and lick it and once he does you're paralyzed and it just he just has free reign to do whatever he wants to do so he can like murder you while you're just standing there and he can like go slowly with the knife and he would take like absolute joy in that. He's the most demented, psychotic, wonderful villain ever. See, I like him though, but I also like his story and why he became, because he was a hero at one point, but he feels that all these heroes he's attacking is the people that have allowed that fame and money take over their life as a hero than just meaning what like people like All Might stand for. So like somebody like All Might, he considers a worthy hero. He will never attack All Might. But people who just take the fame and joy of being a hero and not realize what a hero really means, he'll go after. That is such an interesting story because he grows respect for Deku and he grows respect for um, Todoroki. He feels those are heroes coming up from high school. But when you look at somebody like um, Ida, who was attacking him, he was just like, oh, you're just, you're not going to be a good hero because you're just out for revenge. That's you're just not being a hero. Well, and he attacks him, he paralyzes him, and then that's when Deku comes in. It's such an interesting story with him, and the fact that he saves Deku too at one point. It's such an interesting story to see him progress. 
and it's sad then and you don't see them anymore so it, it's sad that it's like ah, oh, they just kind of yeah. eh, we'll just write it's a very short he has a very short arc but a very essential one yeah it's very impactful to the series and that's how some of these other villains grow to out of their shells and become a villain more so it's it's interesting to see them and you know again this is not for everybody and i guess i talk from experience because i almost gave up on it but i grew to like it more and especially with season four to me that's where it picked up for me because it's, it's like pretty. okay now i'm i'm gonna get into this more like it's in that's when you get the shy hazaki arc and it's just amazing it was i think the darkest other than all for one it is probably one of the darkest parts they've ever done and it's such an interesting story to see how all these heroes progress in their careers, <clears throat> even the high schoolers. So it's interesting and see how so many sac almost sacrifice their lives for their mentors and everything too. So it's, it's a very good story to read um, and watch. So yeah, number three for me is My Hero Academia. Good pick. Everybody go watch that. So, <clears throat> well, I think most people have. Yeah, that, oh, I'm not gonna lie. I got it off popular feeds, and I was like, "Okay, I'll watch it." And I was like, "What the crap am I watching?" And then I stopped, went back to the original show I was watching, and then came back later on. I was like, "Now nah, I wish I would have never stopped watching it." it. Is that great of a show? I've never been popular, so I I didn't have this issue. Like first, the first season, it's hard to get through, but once you get through the first season, it's when you really start picking it up, and that's where you really enjoy it more see stuff like that it's like you gotta you gotta eat through the veggies to get to the meat and potatoes like i would rather just eat everything at one time just mix it <laughs> i agree but it's again like we said and i talked with one of my friends uh a friend actually to the podcast he hasn't appeared but he's helped us out on a lot of research and everything uh, my buddy tyrone he kind of mentioned too like he says with every great anime and great manga you have to make a sacrifice so sometimes it might not be the best thing you like watching, but you have to get past that to understand the whole story. And yeah. it really is, once you get past that, and that's when I looked at this series and went, yeah, I can understand that now. Like, it does make sense. And in the same way with my number one, which you'll hear my reasons why I almost didn't enjoy it. But even with that, you still pick up, okay, that's a sacrifice, but look at everything else you're doing right. And it is a very good story. So, yeah. Okay. So, Willie, let's jump to your number three. All right. So, my number three, this is a pretty classic anime. Um, another one that I grew up with. Pardon me. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> so, number three was Roroni Kenshin. Now, Roroni Kenshin, I believe it was an anime. It took place in the Edo period of Japan where the samurai age was dying out and they were forming more military faction and merging with uh, Western culture a lot. And it follows this one samurai named Kenshin Himura, who used to be like a very crucial like point in like the warring days. He was a, one of the most renowned fighters and like nobody could stop him like they couldn't touch him and he was given the nickname Batosai the Manslayer because of how easy it was for him to kill and like how many he how many lives he essentially took um 
after a turning point in his life, he decided he was going to initially decided he was going to put down the sword, but decided to hold on to it and use the sword in a different way to change the world and start like pushing more peace. So instead of having a normal bladed sword, he actually has a reverse blade sword where the blade is on the back of it and the curved side is dull. And essentially you just watch him going through the process, encountering new people, forming new relationships and trying to avoid conflict in any way while at the same time being uh, affronted and encountered by uh, people from his past or people trying to like push him into becoming a murderer again and he has to deal with those like psychological battles as well as physical battles while also defending his friends and the people he holds dear to him it's a very intense anime it's probably it was probably the first anime that i uh got the dvd set when it uh, came out for and it's a very intense one i think it had three seasons before it stopped and it wasn't much late it wasn't until much later that they uh, had a spin-off uh, a spin-off series that had to do with this kid. And I think it was just three or four years ago that they actually did a live action adaptation of it. And it's probably the best live action adaptation of an anime that I had ever seen. Um, I, I watched a whole bunch of them and I've seen some good ones, but this one was probably the most like dedicated to the original source, even though it changed a lot like the main feel of all the characters and the motivations that they had and how they adapted it in like into a live action without making it too without making it too like CGI focused or like too supernatural keeping it very realistic it's a very good adaptation i i just i really do love this series it's one of my favorite uh, my favorite samurai animes that I've ever watched. <clears throat> and again, yeah, like I just got into that series. That's one of mine I'm watching now. And for fans, like again, like I said too, like I have never been in an anime. Willie knows that we've known each other for over 20 years. And I was never introduced to anime like that until Willie came in my life and he started showing me different animes and stuff. And I know. I know when we watched that the first time, I remember being at your house when we tried to watch it and I couldn't get into the story. I was just like, nah, this isn't for me. And then I just started watching it recently. I went again, another one like my hero. It's like, I wish I would have never stopped watching it because I think I've realized I've enjoyed it later on. It wasn't good. To me, it wasn't good enough to make my top five, but unfortunately, but it, we did a top 10 list that was for sure make my list. It, that one it just was hard for me to put on here you know so no that's a great pick will um you still there with us willie sorry we're having a little bit of technical yeah oh there you go yeah yeah I'm, I'm having some technical issues i've been freezing a little bit um we ready to go <laughs> yeah we're ready to go <laughs> all right so uh let's move on to the number two picks uh, Darren, what was your number two? Um, my number two. Well, first, 
Ronnie Kenshin is a great pick. Just wanted to reiterate that. Um, <laughs> my number two, uh, I found this series in college. And as soon as, um, as soon as I found one, I had to just keep going. So again, I own this whole first run. Uh, I have most of its second run and I don't know how many of its third, but Battle Angel Alita. Love this. Love this. I have the anime downstairs, the four episodes. We have, uh, I have one of the original cells from the show. Like, I am a fan of this series. I, it's. Did you get the live action movie? Huh? Did you get the live action movie? I did. I have the art book from the live action movie. Nice. That, that to me is, I haven't watched the Ruri Tension one. Or Kenshi one, but I have watched um, Battle or Atlita. Uh, that to me is a great movie. It's, it's not a bad live action. Like no. you know, it's is it gonna win awards? No. It's probably it probably didn't. I don't know if it did. I don't. But think like, <laughs> as a fan to see it, I was happy to see it. I was like, you know, okay, the eyes are big, but it's like I don't. It, she's a cyborg. You know, calm down. Like. <laughs> it's it's not the biggest problem for me that but was actually else- something I'm, so, I'm sorry to interrupt but that was actually something that irritated me when it came to the movie because not the eyes it was the popularity and the award-winning uh for some reason the critic score was like relatively low the audience score for a long time 100 percent mm-hmm like audiences loved it, and for some reason the critics hated it. I, I couldn't understand why, and it irritated me. Let's see. Let's look at just talking about the live action before we go to the pay. You have Mar- Mahersha Ali as probably a, he is a great villain in that story. I thought, yeah, yeah he is a great. Like, this is the guy who we get as Prowler in the Into the Spider Verse film. This is going to be our new Blade. This is going to be. He is a great. He's won Academy Awards. He is such a great actor that I'm hoping he gets more praises later on with these kind of movies. And he it's, has- I want a sequel. I, it probably <laughs> won't get one, but like, I want a sequel. Cause it's like, you go through her life, like, well, her, her second life. Cause you know, she's an amnesiac, you know, in the whole first series, she doesn't know where she comes from. She's just trying to fit in, grow and do new things. Like in her, in her series, she goes from like this, innocent little girl who was with Dr. Ito to being a athlete, a champion, to being an assassin, to being a rebel leader, to destroying like the uh, the upper class society. Like she goes from so much in that original run and her original runs only like seven or seven or nine books. Like it's, it's, it's not that long really, but like her character is amazing. That resilience and that that drive to no matter what just keep going forward and i'm gonna make my own path like it's so good so good no that's a great pick very good pick yeah definitely one that i i wouldn't put in my top 10 but it doesn't mean it's not a good one it's 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 definitely an amazing one uh all right so brandon let's move on to your number two so I'm going to tell you right now, this was one of my first mangas I ever picked up. Um, this book, if I'm not mistaken, was created in 2000, or the manga was created in 2005. But it just 
about a few years ago, finally got its first season as an anime. And it is growing in popularity right now. This is how good the story is. It is from the same creators as my number one. It is the Benlin Saga. This uh, is a good one. I enjoy this series so much. I have all the books of this run. Um, the anime is just fantastic. It is such a great anime. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, it follows the story of a kid by the name of Thorfinn, the son of one of the greatest Viking warriors, Thors. After his father was killed in a duel with Oslad, who's the main antagonist of the film, he swears his revenge to avenge his father. During the story, he fights for Aslad's mercenary crew to become battle-hardened until he is able to get his revenge on Aslad. I guess that's the best way I can say it right now. For me, it's a history anime. It's a history manga. It does follow the story of Vikings. So I will tell you this right now. If you don't like people who talk about or kind of trash religions, or if you don't like people who, or if you don't like blood and gore, this is not the manga for you. I will tell you this right now. It is a very, very violent anime and manga. But it's such a great story. I think it captures most of the characters are people in real life in the Viking era. These are real good characters they develop. Everybody is really good. I love Thorfinn. I love Oslod. I think he is probably one of the best antagonists I have ever watched in an anime. Because he just, he, he looks for the good in Thorfinn. He's trying to better him. But at the same time, he hates Thorfinn because of who his father is and everything like that. But he's pretty much as raised Thorfinn as his own. So it's hard for him every time he wants it. It makes me laugh because every time he wants to duel him, it's like he loses for a long time. It's like, I'm ready for a duel. And then he does like, I know one of my favorite scenes with him is that he asks Aslan, like, how do I get a duel? He says, you can bring me a commander's head. And he, that's all he goes after. He doesn't even, like, he kills a few people along the way. But that's all he's for. And he gets the commander's head. And after it falls in the water, he just jumps over the, over the, the little pillar there and just jumps right into the water to get the head. He, he's not out the you know he's out for his own purpose but again this is something that he's learning from his past he's learning from his father's past he's trying to during the whole process of avenging him he's learning about his father and what he did wrong in his life so he's trying to better him too but at the same time he really doesn't have a choice but to fight with Aslan until he could get that opportunity but even then it's a great history progress and it's very not of course, not every character is real, but for the most part, it really does follow this, the story of the Vikings very closely. It is such a great anime. It's a great book. I know they just renewed it for season two, but I believe the first four books of this series is season four or is season one, period. And then it, I think it's going to make a couple more seasons and then it'll be done. But again, it's one of those animes that it really shifts it. It really, it doesn't follow the book completely, but it makes, gets to the point where it actually makes sense where we're not flashbacking too much. It's a straightforward story from him as a kid. In the book, it starts off with a battle scene and then you get his history. In the move in the show, you get that story straight up. Like this is him as a kid, now it's, now he's getting old. 
it's such an interesting story because you also see him grow and it's something that we all can resemble to too that we would do anything to help our families to do to bring honor to our family in some ways but it also shows you that he's maturing and he's realizing a lot of things too so it's it's a good story it's i would say this is more for probably 16 years older or over no kid should read this book it doesn't have nudity or anything but it's just very violent um and again if you're against people who talk trash about other religions this isn't the book for you it, it really does talk a lot of crap about christians because that's what the vikings viewed um they had their own beliefs they viewed as christians as something different but see me i guess or i can do with it because i'm a christian myself but i know what the vikings stood for while others can't so that's why i'm saying if you're against that i wouldn't even recommend this book to you but for me as a history fan and a history major this is a book for me so vinland saga is my number two yeah it's definitely a good pick i have to admit it took me four different attempts to get past the first episode because the first episode there's just so much so much dialogue and it's just like talking about talking about the past and like learning about uh this culture and this kid and it is just so slow in that first episode. It, was, it wasn't until the fourth attempt after I got past the first episode and things really started to pick up and you get to see like all these battles that were taking place, all this fighting that was taking place, that I was like, ooh, this is really good. He is also a dual wielder. So this guy, yes. I swear dual, to God. Is dual like, wielding daggers, yes. That is, by God, that's what he goes into duels with. This is in battles with it's all he carries is just a dual wield knives. That's all he carries. And he still beats up everybody that comes in his pants. And he's still just a teenager. This is how this is. I always love like he's just a kid. And then all of a sudden you just see him come up and attack. It's like Chucky in the horror movies. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> he comes up and gets him. This kid is just battle hardened. He's just willing to do everything and anything to get his, uh, you know, revenge for his father's death. It is such an interesting story. And, you know, he's stubborn. So I can relate to him too. I guess I'm stubborn myself. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, and again, it shows you the world. It shows you everything, somewhat what the Vikings had to go through for their independence and everything like that. So it's an interesting story to see it because it makes its history with fiction. And it's, it's just a great, great story, period. And I recommend it for anybody over. 16, 17 years old. Darren, like, I saw your reaction when he first mentioned the name. Did you ever watch any of it or read any of the books? I, no, I've never, I've never read it and I've never watched it, but I've seen it around. And it's one of those, it's one of those uh, series where it's just like every so often when I do pass by it, I'm like, I'm going to watch you. I'm going to, I'm going to read this. I'm going to do this. I just don't know when. So I don't know. This might be the year. This might be the year. See, today, today. I, I, I know when I first picked it up, it was hard for me too because I kept on thinking that too. It's like I don't want to spend the money for it, but yet it's so intriguing, and and so I finally just said it. I'll just get it, and I enjoyed it. It was such a great read. It was a book I couldn't put down. I'm literally going back and rereading it now just to kind of catch it and kind of compare it to the first season 
because I didn't watch the anime till actually just this year. I got into it not too long ago. So would and, you recommend reading it first or watching it? Yes and no. It, it's hard because I like the anime more than I like the book. The reason is, okay. is just the way the story set up in the anime makes more sense than it does in the book. When you get first in the book, it's the first battle we've seen in the show. And then okay. it jumps to his history as a kid and stuff. I don't like that. I like to see just a straight shot from beginning to end with occasional back or flashbacks. Not, oh, we're going to do this. Now we're flashing back all the way to his childhood. And now we're going to come back to this. <laughs> okay okay it, it, right. if anybody's interested it's on amazon prime right now um first season and i know the second season i believe is coming out this year so yeah vinland saga is my number two so all right willie what's all right. Number two? well i'm gonna go ahead and skip my number two for now because my number two and number one are kind of a tie for me so i'm just gonna wait till we get to my number one and then we'll i'll like tell them both at the same time so do we want to go right to our honorable mentions then before we jump to our number ones yeah Sounds let's good. go ahead and do that all right all right so do you want to darren would you like to say any of your honorable mentions uh yes i would love to say some honorable mentions um so as you as you probably noticed like with with the books that i've been showing there's a theme it's very sci-fi surreal type stuff actiony whatever but um you know i'm i i really like um how which which one am i gonna put out there i'm gonna say us <laughs> i really like the story of uh, of say i love you it's such a it's such a good story a very very nice shoujo series coming of age it's a beautifully done story love it check that out um wrong way to use healing magic uh that i heard a rumor is getting an anime this year i really hope it does uh because it follows a character who uses healing magic in a very uh in the way to give himself super strength where it's like he's constantly healing himself so he now has super strength he when he not when he punches people or hurts people he does it while having a field of healing magic around him. So it's like, as he's hurting you, he's healing you. So he's just trying to get you concussed and knocked out. Not really trying to kill you or anything like that. Uh, that one's really cool. Uh, I read a lot of random stuff. Um, handyman Saito in, an, in Another World. That one's fun. It's about a regular handyman who goes to a magical world and he's treated like a king because they're just like, dang, you know how to do all this stuff that we don't really know how to do. And uh, Plus Size Elf. Plus Size Elf is hilarious. It's uh, about an elf who comes to our world and uh, can't go home because she got fat from eating fries. So it's a whole manga about her trying to lose weight. And then other mythical creatures come by and they're like, hey, we also got too fat and we can't go home because for some reason this portal won't let you leave unless you're the weight that you entered. So. <laughs> that sounds like a screwed up anime. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Um, it's, it's again, you know, uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's for kids. Um, and I will say this, please, please, please. They're using the term 
plus size very loosely. So it's not like an American plus size. Um, but like, yeah, it's a good, it's good. I like it. Okay. No, those are good picks. Good picks. Good picks. Brandon, what are your honorable mentions? So um, I have three. Um, first one is Ghost in the Shell. It's, I know a lot of people didn't like the live action movie. Granted, I didn't care for it either. It's, I'll, I'll admit, it's probably one of the better ones we have gotten. But yes, I do agree with the problems with it. Like it was whitewashed. There was a lot of problems with it. I, I agree with it. But the anim, it, this was almost my sci-fi pick over Cowboy Bebop because it just how futuristic it was. It was a pretty big landmark in anime history the way the art was, everything like that was just fantastic. The action scenes were just nonstop. She's, I, I enjoyed that story, but unfortunately, I just felt like Cowboy Bebop just shyly beat that really quick. I know one Darren's probably going to get mad at me with that. It's not in my top five. I know we talked about this series too. He was the one that get me into the series, um, Death Note, um, which follows the story of Light, um, who gets, who is handed or has this book fall in his place called the death note and with the power he all he has to do is write the name darren you can correct me write the name of the person he would like to be killed and the shinigami name ryuk goes and kills him after so much time after i think it was like 40 seconds unless he's the book the uh the book does it like the shinigami is they're they're the holders of the book but other than that yes you are correct yeah it's such a great horror and a psychological story, but I just felt like for my number one, it does hit that psychological point. So that's kind of where I went. Yeah, I can't put that on my list. And my last one is One Punch Man. That was one of my first series I ever watched from beginning to end. Um, the only reason it didn't make it into my top five is I loved the first season. When it came to the second, that's where I lost it. That's where I just went, I don't care for the series anymore. I'm done watching it and <laughs> everything's a joke yeah I, it's not so much the humor you know fans who listen to us for a while know I'm not the humorous type I don't like like Deadpool or stuff like that but it's that's my but, job but I like certain <laughs> like it's like even like when we look at My Hero Academia where it mixes the right amount of humor with the right amount of action and story I think that's where I can deal with it more like Cowboy Bebop one Punch Man just is too much humor or too much humor for me. The only reason I like it is because it's the heroes. And it, it, he does make a lot of good, funny jokes towards other heroes that we know and love today. But just because of the second season, it didn't make my top five. So unfortunately, that's fair. One, one Punch Man writers need to get get their act rolling a little bit better, you know. Need to get track together. Yeah, get get it get back up, you know. They'll get it in the next season. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I have a bad feeling about that? But, you know, <laughs> Willie, what about you? All right. So for my honorable mentions, I have about six of them. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, I already worked up a top 10 list a while back and I never got to use it. So I figured I could put these ones in because these are like really important to me. And some of them I go back and watch all the time and they are amazing shows. And I highly recommend them for anybody who hasn't seen them and is trying to get into anime because they are really interesting so the first one is noragami uh, noragami is about a war god who is trying to gain worshipers 
uh, so he could become rich. Um, that's not a good description, I know, but I mean, it's a lot better. It's a lot better when you watch it. Uh, you get to learn the story more. Um, another one is called Toradora. Um, you guys probably heard me mention this one before. Toradora is about uh, a kid who looks like a delinquent and is just trying to confess the, to the girl that he likes. Uh, encounters another girl who's incredibly short but has a raging attitude, and the little the girl happens to have a crush on his best friend as well and she is best friends with the person that she that he likes so they team up together to try to help the other one confess their feelings for them while in the process falling in love themselves and palm top tiger palm top tiger <laughs> yeah that one it was by far my favorite romance anime ever um Next one is probably one that most people have heard of called Overlord. Um, Overlord is like probably one of the few isekai-ish animes that I like. Um, it has to do with this guy who like spends a lot of time playing video games and this one video game he's playing, he got to the point where he was pretty much a god and ruled an entire kingdom with his friends. But the game was shutting down so he spent the last couple of hours on the game playing it and messing around with some of the uh, characters that they made in the game and after that he decides to just sit in the throne room in the game and just sit it out wait for the game to just shut down however the game didn't actually shut down somehow his mind got transferred into the character he was playing and he is now that character in this unknown world. So he has to figure out why he's there and how he can get back while also in the meantime, like trying to understand this new world he's living in. And in some weird way, he works around to trying to rule the world in the game now. It's a, definitely a very interesting and very awesome one. Uh, next one on my list was Cowboy Bebop. You obviously had it on your top five, Brandon. But we can't be friends anymore. For me, it didn't it make it up there because, <laughs> hey, to be fair, I've watched a lot more anime than you. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cowboy Bebop is another one of those that I grew up with. Um, I would watch it on Toonami on Adult Swim at night, and it is an incredible anime. It wasn't exactly my type of anime. I wasn't really into like the whole sci-fi stuff and this like detective kind of kind of noir feeling that the show gave off to me. But it was still a very good show and it had a lot of interesting characters, a lot of cool action scenes. I think Spike Spiegel was probably one of my favorite characters just for his attitude and his like fighting every time he would get into a fight he had this really cool fighting style he's so cool yeah like, he's so cool the opinion him and cool. ed him and ed i like ed <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh the next one on my list was very underrated show it's called utaware rumono um 
you guys have heard me mention it before. It's about uh, this guy who randomly wakes up with no memories in a village. And he, the only thing he has uh, to work off of is he has this mask stuck to his head. And while he's trying to figure that out, he's also trying to help the village that he woke up in. And in nations and uh, he winds up becoming a ruler of a nation and on did, did you get any of that the internet says it's cut it out yeah unfortunately sorry you hear me for having a little bit of couple yeah. did i lose you guys we no got, no we had some okay you got me now yeah we hear you now buddy we got you <laughs> okay what was the last thing you heard because i don't know when it cut out we heard <laughs> The and then bot the the he was helping the villagers yeah. that he was that he was okay in. so yeah he, he was villagers that he was in and uh, it's <laughs> why is it cutting out on me again? Guess the internet just hates you, buddy. <laughs> it doesn't agree yeah. with your pick. The internet hates me today. He says it should have been in your top five. He helps the villagers. Helps the villagers, fights people, becomes ruler of a nation. Uh, before it cuts out again, that's that's essentially it. Bada bean. <laughs> okay. All right. I guess. I guess my internet doesn't want me talking. No <laughs> man. <laughs> Don't like that pick. So <sighs> hilarious. So let's go ahead. Well, um, we're gonna jump. To Mr. Darren's number one. Okay. My last one was B Stars. B Stars. Oh, B Stars was solid. I remember when I I'd was... go into it, but the internet, I'd go into it, but the internet's got, not going to let me. So let's just move on. <laughs> I remember when I was in Japan and we stayed at a manga capsule hotel. And uh, that's where the first time I saw B Stars. So that's my only note for that. But. <laughs> I was just like, man, this would be cool if it ever came to America. And two years later, here it was. Yeah. <laughs> First season um, was great. Second season, eh. I haven't seen the second season yet, so that's good to know. I haven't watched it at all yet, so sorry. Yeah, get on. I think Beard turn at the end, so. Yeah. Um, okay, so for my number one pick, uh, everybody who's listening, I'm still uh, prefacing this as these are series that are dear to me. Um, are these my all-time favorites? No, but they're things that I enjoy. But uh, this, the one I'm about to present is definitely in my top five of all time. I did not, it had a movie and um, it was an animated movie. I wish it was better than what it was. I wish they stuck to the source material, but hey, you know, you move on. My number one pick is a little book called The King of Thorn. Ooh. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a little shocked. I thought you were going to choose Death Note because I know how much you no, love no, no. Well, at, at first, At first, when you said it had an animated movie, I was immediately thinking Akira. No, no, man. Uh, but, this is... <laughs> I love Death Note. I, I do. Um, I... I loved reading it, didn't really care for watching it, but that's just me. Um, King of Thorns, though, I remember 
being like just scrolling through like uh for those of you who may remember the good old website of mangafox.com where you can read stuff somehow i came across this and i was like what is this where did this come from to the point where it's like that christmas i asked for three of the books that i couldn't find for christmas i was like i don't care about anything else just get me these three books because i have to have this yuji iwahara is one of my favorite creators of all time his pacing the designs for the characters there's one very iconic moment where a monster falls down on a cross and it's impaled through the jaw and it's like jesus is still on it and it's such a beautiful image that i'm just like yo this is crazy the story's so good you don't realize that the characters don't have names until the second book when they introduce themselves like <laughs> when i got the second when i was reading through the second book i was like wait that's your name? Wait, I didn't even notice. And it's, it's so good. Cause I'm like, I'm in, I'm enthralled in the series. Again, it's short. It's a, it's, I want to say it's six books, but it's like, uh, you're in this one event with them, just trying to get through it. Like, I want to say it's probably the span of maybe three or four days that this book takes place. Um, and it's, a uh, I'm trying to grab a good quick little, okay. Cam Thorne is a scientist science fiction survivor drama. After a viral infection known as Medusa virus lands in Siberia and spreads contagiously throughout the earth, 160 humans are chosen as candidates to experiment a, a cure against the virus by an organization called Venusgate. As the story begins, Kasumi is selected as one of the 160 people for the experiment. She is forced to, uh, she is forced to enter treatment and go into cold sleep without her twin sister, Shizuku, whom she cares about most. So it's like, Basically, it's a pandemic. Uh, Medusa is a disease that's literally turning people to stone and killing them. Um, and to get this cure, they're putting 160 people who won a lottery into these sleep pods so they can get the cure later in the future, once it's made. Um, something goes horribly wrong, their pods open up, and now it is a crustaceous, cretaceous, uh, period and there's just monsters everywhere and now they're just trying to survive and figure out what happened you know it has government agencies monsters uh powers violence uh enthralling stories and technology used in a way that you wouldn't usually see and it's it's beautifully done it's the artwork is gorgeous so can you show the fans one more time the book that we were just discussing one more time king thorn it's great by Yuji Iwahara. He also did Cat Paradise and Dimension W and Darker Than Black. So, does great. So he's stuff. got a lot of success under his belt. A lot of success. A lot of a lot of W's. Oh, that sounds like an interesting pick. I actually just wrote that down. So when it does come to me picking out some new books to read, that's going to be one of them that's on my list. I'm, I'm going to tell you they're hard to find now because this series came out in like. 2007 or something like that like you might not be able to find them but they're online yeah there we go i'll buy them online then <laughs> all right all right all right so moving on brandon what was your number one pick so again this is a series i brought up when we've done our villains team i'm literally wearing a shirt of it i got the pennant of it i got the funko pops of it i got levi right here and i got the manga 
I have, this is probably one of the only series I have all the mangas to, along with Vinland Saga, it is Attack on Titan. Now, I know me and Darren have gone back and forth on this in the past, on screen and off screen. Um, so before I get into it, Darren, maybe you can explain, maybe, because again, this isn't a series for everybody. This, it, it's more of a psychological kind of a horror thing, but it's also action-packed. What, what made you not like it, if you don't mind me asking before we before I get my reasonings why I like it so much. Okay, uh, before I go, before I do that, don't spam me with hate mail because I'm not a big fan of My Hero or Attack on Titan. Please don't do that because I will send you gifts of reasons why you shouldn't talk. <laughs> You're going to send them like uh, artwork with all the words why you don't. <laughs> but um, it's, it's- When have we things. ever called you an uncultured swine? <laughs> all the time. Wow. Uh, <laughs> But um, so so it, it goes back to like my the same thing with my hero for me. It's like, are these bad series? They're most likely not. They're just not for me. I remember watching the first season of Attack on Titan and being like, okay, this is this is cool. You know, I love the shock value and everything like that. Like the story's fine, but it's not something that particularly keep kept me. Uh, it's beautifully animated, just like my hero. Great designs beautifully animated like I saw my hero movie uh only because I was doing an event the following day and I didn't know anything about my hero at that point but uh but I saw it I, and I enjoyed it I thought it was a good movie but am I I don't think I I would entertain them enough to call myself a fan or to keep watching them the first especially like some of the attack on titan fans oh my god you guys should calm down just a little bit. Because <laughs> I, I go to conventions every year before the pandemic started and very toxic, very, very like, you don't like Attack on Titan. You don't even know what air is type people. Like I, the fandom kind of took me out of it away as well. So it's just like, it's one of those things where I'm happy you like it. It's probably not, it's most likely not bad because it survived for so long. I'm just not a fan of it. That's just it. And it didn't survive, it resurrected. It uh, well, there it is. But in some while. ways, it's like you said too, these lists is not everybody's list. It's not gonna make everybody's list. Yeah. For me, Attack on Titan was one of the first ones I, and I remember when I talked with Willie about this, this was one I could not stop watching. It was nonstop. Once I've watched the first episode, I was hooked and I pretty much just continued. Now, I don't know a lot of people stopped around the second season, but my advice to you, just the same way I know we've talked about the second season with you, Darren, too, is just to keep pushing forward because I know yeah. it's slow. I know it does. But once you get to that mid part of the second season, that's when it picks up. It does take off. And from that point on, you don't stop watching because it's so much you learn. And I think where a lot of people realize too, um, just to give, before I get into that point, I'll tell you guys a little bit about it. Um, this follows the story of Aaron Yeager, Mikasa, Ackerman, and Armin Arlen, as they face titans that have taken over their home. With the human race on the brink of extinction, Aaron, Mikasa, and Arwen join the ranks of the scout regiment as they fight off these monsters and fight for their lives. But later on, we find out Aaron actually has a power, one of the nine titan powers. Now, there's nine titans overall um, with other dumb titans is what I call them, or just dumb giants. I look at titans as the colossal, the armored, the 
attack, I'm really going to start naming them off. Founding, Warhammer, Female. Gosh darn it, I lost jaw. There we go. Part. Wait, Female is a Titan? Mm -hmm. Female Titan. Huh. Okay. And the Beast Titan. All night. I, I got it finally because I kept on forgetting the Park Titan too or the Pack Titan. I was like, gosh darn it, I forgot that. <laughs> but it's such a great story because people realize think that the monsters are really the villains that these giants are just taking over what it is is you find out it's humanity who's their own enemy these people in different countries are making these titans and bringing them here there's when you get later on you find that there's a sense of 1940s germany involved with it when it comes to the eldians and the marlians that the marlians view it as eldians as disgust and all that but you find out these Eldians is what makes these Titans because they have a certain blood type. And the story goes, they made a deal with the devil, if I'm not mistaken, to get these powers. And that's how we get the nine Titans. So it's interesting to see it. It's such a great story. And what I also love about it is that there's art, including my favorite art, that doesn't deal with Titans. It's just a straight up human versus human storyline. And that's the royal government art where we get Kenny Ackerman, where we see Captain Levi really face off against humans, not just Titans. Captain Levi, Kenny Ackerman, Armin Arlet, and Zeke Yeager, or the Beast Titan at that point, is my characters I love to watch. Just because they all, Armin's just more of a character that you see grow. Captain Levi is just a BA, you know. Um, Kenny is just a good villain, and Zeke is just out for his own interests. So you kind of see different characteristics in it. Again, it's like Darren said, it's not for everybody. It isn't. I don't recommend this storyline for anybody or story, again, not over 16. If you're under 16, you should not be reading this or watching because, it, again, it is violent. It does bring a lot of stuff into it. Um, I guess you get a you're sense of this disclaimer for five, four out of your five picks. Yeah. But again, <laughs> I think too, and maybe Darren, for what you watch, maybe you, you get that sense of history too. It's not yeah. a lot of history, but it's that sense of, okay, they're symbolizing it. Okay, how can I really determine this? And it's such an interesting story to see. And then once you get past that third season is when you really see what's actually happening. And it's sad that the anime is actually coming to an end um, after, I think they just started the second part of the season. I about to watch the first episode of it. And I'm so mad that they just didn't drop the whole season where I could just binge watch it from beginning to end. Again. But isn't isn't that cool to be able to be uh, to say that you've seen like an anime from beginning to end? A lot of animes don't get to have an end. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. and that's what the that thing about <laughs> it is. I believe the books are stopping too, and it's so interesting to see that. Like, I just bought the last book, and I was just like, "This is how we're really going to end it." And it's sad because it's one of these stories that there's so much you could do with after this. There's so much, not even if it's not with the main characters. Yes, they're doing side stories, but they're not the same. It's like they have a Levi story, which is good. They have one that starts off all the Titans appearing. It's okay. It's not my favorite. That one I don't all the issues up for, but I own the main <laughs> storyline of it. That's fair. But it's such a great story. Aaron's such a great character, even though I don't like Aaron. Aaron does show like, oh, he's out for vengeance for his mother, but then realizes, oh, wait a minute, something else is going on. 
and you see his character change. Same thing with a lot of the characters. Um, but for me, Levi's probably my favorite because he's probably the most steadfast character where he's out to do his mission. He'll go, he has a dark history too, but he stay, remains steadfast the whole story. Levi's my favorite character for the whole series period. I'm wearing a shirt of him right now. That's just how I love this character. But um, but it, it, it's something like for newcomers, I guess, maybe you guys agree too. Maybe it's a good one for them to maybe start off with just because it's just give them again, another reference where it's not just, oh, it's just this or it's this. No, animes can be this too. In yeah. a darker story. You know, like you had the boxing one I had. That's a different, a lot of people don't, don't characterize manga or anime with sports. It, it's, but for me, Attack on Titan was the first one where I really sat down, watched the show, and I could not stop watching. There was, trust me, a lot of late nights for me watching that show because I just could not stop watching. And I just went back and, um, you know, my mom finally got into the series and we went back and rewatched it before this new season came out and she loves it. Now she's pissed every week that, oh, they're just releasing one episode. You gotta be kidding me. You know, like, I was like, no, they're <laughs> gonna keep you suspense around. Like it's, it's normal, but it's interesting. That's to see the process, that. mom. Yeah. Oh, I, my mom, she, like, I remember when I first tried to watch with her, she goes, that's okay. Then she gets to the point, it's like, now I got questions. Like, how is this possible? Or how is this possible? And it's like, okay, mom, you got to watch a little bit more. <laughs> that's how you get people. It's like, when they start asking too many questions, I'm like, I pick your three main questions. Those are the only ones I'll ever answer. And then you're just going to have to watch the show. Yeah. And what the answer to some of those questions may be watch the show yeah like there's so many that she was asking us like mom you're just on the right track just 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 hold on like it's coming just just give it a few more episodes and then you'll get your answer <laughs> like so yeah attack on Titan for me has always been my number one i knew when we willie brought this list up i was like yeah i already know what my number one was going to be like it's simple that's a reason why in some ways i had to kick off death note because it is a psychological game. It might not seem like it at first, but you have to start paying attention to the story to really see the main purpose of the story. It's that humanity is going to be its own downfall. And you really see how everybody's out for their self-interest. And that's what Attack on Titan is. And, but you don't get that answer until about season three. You'll get that story more when you learn about Gersha, who's Aaron's dad's story. And that's how you see the past and what causes the Titans to become Titans. It is such an interesting story. And that's where I really picked it up and just said, this is probably one of my favorite animes of all time. And when I started reading them too, it was just fascinating just to sit there and read them. And it was just, you could not stop. So yeah, that on time is my number one. So Willie, so you said you have... Your number two and your number one that's considered a tie. Yeah. So what's here? What's here? Both animes, and then kind of see why you chose. Okay. Them. Before I do that, one last honorable mention was Full Metal Alchemist, the original, and Brotherhood. I didn't get to get that one out, but I love those. Um, so. <laughs> so yeah, seven. My tie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I I love anime. Uh, so my tie for number one was. One Punch Man, 
and Trigon. I can see now, why you put them as a tie because they're more humorous in some Yes, ways. they are more humorous. And we have all talked about uh, One Punch Man. We all have our opinions on it. Um, so I don't feel like I have to go too much in depth for that one, but I will say that what really hooked me, at least for the first season, was just the intensity that the character has, the main character, Saitama, how he's like very bland when you like just see him because he doesn't look like anything special, but like the real dynamics are when he actually goes into his little short philosophical rants because because he actually shows like even when he whether he's shouting it or he's just monotone speaking it you can hear the passion in what he says that he believes what he is saying he's not just saying it to motivate people like he purely believes this and of course the comedy is hilarious I love every joke that's ever come from that. Can I mention one of my favorite rants from him? And it is the comedical one is when he's facing, what was it? It's like the evolution guy, the one that like his greatest warrior he's ever made. And he gets pissed off and he kills him with one punch. He says, you made me miss the sale of Sunday sale. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Or when he gave it his rant about his training sessions and Gene or, um, What's his face? Genos. Genos. Yeah. Just it's looks Genos. at him and he just goes, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> That's your training workout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only thing, the only thing that deterred me from putting it, uh, One Punch Man is the absolute number one was that second season because it kind of went a little, not like to the point where it ruined it, but it went downhill for me. Because I thought it was going to go in a completely different direction, but it never tackled certain things that I wanted answered. And maybe they'll tackle it in season three. I don't know. It'll probably be a game changer at that point. But as it stands, it's like it has certain flaws that I couldn't like like declare the absolute number one. Uh, But Trigon, I've talked with i believe i've talked with both of you about this i've told you about it uh trigun is about um vash vash the stampede who uh is trying to like push a movement of love and peace onto the world and he despite being known as like a vicious killer who's destroyed an entire city uh in like in one second um he's like the purest hearted person ever and he will not like if he has anything to do with it he'll do everything he can to make sure not a single soul is lost like no matter how many bullets are flying like he'll aim for like the non-lethal organs non-lethal like uh parts of the body and he'll make even if he's like hitting you with rocks or like throwing something at you he'll just try to knock you out he won't try to kill a single soul and he like the first episode for me just sums it up of his character he is so goofy and silly beyond belief (laughs) and like every second he's on screen 
he's saying something or doing something that just having cracking up every second. So I absolutely love that anime. It's one I don't have on my movie rack. I lost it. I have no idea where it is. And I'm so upset about that, but I have it somewhere. Did the internet cut out on me again? No, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Okay. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's in, it's a really amazing anime. And fun fact, it's the, the voice of the main character is John Young Bosch, who if anybody thinks that name sounds familiar and they used to watch Power Rangers, he was Black Power Ranger. Uh, for a long run of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So he's a very, very talented actor, very talented voice, very talented singer. But yeah, that show, is, it's just left a huge impact on me and that level of comedy that I got from the character and passion and kindness like has left a big impact on me. So I definitely love it. Highly recommended for anyone of all ages. It's a good series. I watched it. Of course, it didn't make my, even if we did a top 10, I don't think it would have made it, but it would be by the slightest margin because I do like Trigun, but it's more that just the humor I feel just takes over too, too much. And that's where I feel like it would drop more because it's just not, I'm not the humor type, but I agree with what you said. I, I've watched the whole series. Finally, I took your recommendation when we talked about it before and finally just sat down and watched it and it was good. I'm not going to lie about it, but I just think for me, the humor took over where I was just like, okay, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, if we were talking about classics, <laughs> definitely. Because I remember, uh, again, like with Toonami, I remember that like, at least for people who are in the anime around me, there was, there was the three, as my hand is not on screen, there was the three. <laughs> there was Trigun, Cowboy Bebop, and there was Outlaw Star people were divided and they were like, I'm going to watch one of these. And then as time went on, everybody saw everything. Yeah. Um, I was an outlaw star kid, but I did see Trigun like later, like a, like maybe a year or two later. And it's like, I really liked it. Same with Cowboy Bebop. It was, it's super good. Um, I wouldn't put it in my, in my favorites only because of that fact that it's like, Outlaw Star, <laughs> but it's but it's so it's it's so good, and that's that's why I was like making a list of like top ten uh, anime or like even top five like manga or whatever. It's so hard because like as you were talking, I was like, man, I got another honorable mention: Air Gear, specifically the manga. Oh, the that's a good one. The anime is it, it ended horribly, but like the manga, like going through the whole thing, it's amazing. It is yeah. so good. Yeah, it's that's definitely a good one. Yeah, um, that's the only one that I've ever seen that had to do with uh, something that I like used to like to do in my pastime, and I want to get back into. But rollerblading, yeah, I love rollerblading, and watching that anime was like a big, like a big thing for me because it was all about that, and I just loved it. Same. Like just seeing what they did on the rollerblades and like jumping around on buildings and scaling up walls and flying through the air, essentially. It was really incredible. So it's it was so good, especially for 
like you said, the concept, because like, you know, I was a skating kid too. Like that was like my favorite thing to do. Um, but to see how far they were able to push push a concept, it was it's it's really good. Um, anime, it's all right. That's all I'm gonna say to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that ending was crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're going to introduce regalia and then completely not do what regalias are. But that's that's a whole argue, discussion for another time. Yeah. So, yeah. So what was it? Thank you, Darren, for joining us on this special episode of our top five bongas and animes. I know mine was kind of mixed where it was like, oh, I could go with the animes. And there was like so many. I was like, I like the manga more than I like the anime. So, and I know Willie's kind of the same way, but we, we appreciate you coming on the show and giving us your expertise. And we hope to have you more on episodes with anime. And I know we got you on a couple coming up in the next couple months. So yeah, um, tell the fans where they can find you at. All right. You can find me on Instagram at the.soto, Twitter, the underscore Soto. You can also find me uh, on orangetstudios.com and there's some other things coming down the pipeline, but I don't have a thing yet. But those, you can definitely reach out to me. Please feel free to message me about anime. I love talking about it. Uh, don't be rude though. Yeah, we're going to come at you for Attack on Titan now. You know, uh, we just saw your true colors in Attack on Titan. They can, you can do it. And I'm just going to tell you the same thing over and over. <laughs> Yeah, I it's just spam your Twitter account with Attack on Titan and My Hero Academia. Hashtag Darren doesn't know nothing. <laughs> no, just messing. And then and then friend, uh, friends of mine who know my anime taste on Twitter would be like, "What's happening?" Like, <laughs> just like this. I was like, I don't know, man. You can find us on Comic Talkers. You can find us on Instagram, and you can also listen to us on. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, wherever podcasts premiere, we pretty much are on. Um, and hopefully soon we can start watching us on YouTube. We're finally starting to get that worked out. So we'll be having episodes posted on YouTube yep. coming soon. You actually get to Ooh. see our beautiful faces, you know. You'll get to see us more. <laughs> uh, you might want to rescind that remark. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. I know. I'm, I know. <laughs> um, Without further ado, my name is Brandon. I'm William. And thank you for listening to Comic Talk.